Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Adulting on Purpose with me, your host, Jambi. Now, it's always a good day on this podcast when you get to start with a quote from Rumi. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I am changing myself. Chills, chills, chills. Every time I see here or say those words, I just get the chills. And I want us to talk about that change at this point in the podcast before we get into deep because self-awareness is critical in helping us achieve our highest personal levels of effectiveness and our potential. It is self-awareness that dictates how we collaborate with others and how we show up in the world. You cannot fulfill the needs of a person you do not know. In this case, the person is you. I really struggled with the definition for self-awareness because it's one of those things you hear thrown around all the time. I seem to remember so many lectures in high school talking about self-awareness, but I never really got to understand what it was until life forced me into a season of introspection. <laughs> yes, my it was it was an entire season. It wasn't a day or a month. It took a hell of a long time. And even then, I did not quite understand it as it was happening. And that is one of the saddest things I've found about life. It has to be lived forward, but can only be understood backwards. Now, looking back, I can honestly say that my awareness of self became the starting point of my unlearning. And I told you guys about that moment it clicked for me that I had to get more intentional with my life and actually build it into what I wanted. The legacy I intended for myself, right? For many weeks and months after that, I continued to be the same inconsequential human being that I had been. Or at least that is what anyone outside looking in could see. However, the work had already begun. And the first thing I realized was that the changes I needed to make would require a complete overhaul of my life. And it was scary. Well, <laughs> don't let me discourage you. I bet you're doing so much better than I was at that time. Me? <laughs> Not so much. Like the lies and untruths I had solidified my habits and life around turned out to be pretty far removed from the person I was and the one that I was struggling to become. And every day I sit here on this mic, I feel like I'm getting more and more vulnerable, which is very, very scary for me. And actually, I can't even promise that I will ever be in a position to share all my torments, especially the deep and dark ones. But I definitely promise to share everything I think is relevant for your information and every once in a while for your entertainment. <laughs> So as I go back into the conversation at hand, can I also just say that one of the back pockets quote I had those days was from Winnie the Pooh. If ever there's a tomorrow when we're not together, there's something you must remember. And what might that be, Christopher Robin? You're braver than you believe. You're stronger than you seem and smarter than you think. So that was Christopher Robin telling that to Winnie the Pooh when he was in such a funk. And I, I felt like Winnie the Pooh in that scene for so long because introspection for me was such a struggle, especially in a world that does not readily accept change. And I actually, I love the trend that we have right now where we are quote unquote normalizing, changing our minds when presented with new information. Because in adulting, this is clutch. A lot of the beliefs you have held on to will collapse when you start to reconcile the person you are to the person you're becoming. You will start to recognize the toxicity in your life that you are fighting so hard not to see. Because we know most of the times the unnecessary things in our lives just totally fuck with our energy. This is the premise on which the red flag is founded upon. You know the way every time a relationship ends, the people in question suddenly can say all of the things that they saw from day one. And yet... <laughs> One day, one day we'll talk about all this clown shit you, you've been up to in relationships. Actually, 
I've done this with my friend. So if you haven't, please go and listen to No Idea podcast by Miss Kadzitu. I really did a spiel on my thoughts about relationships and friendships and such and even told a few dirty little secrets. So just go on there for the tea. Anyway, back to our own conversation. This thing, the red flags, also happens a lot in other areas of our lives. You're not excited to go to work. You hate Mondays. Your colleagues suck. Blah, blah, blah. It's all you ever talk about. You know, this other group of people who never want to go home after work. You're always looking for plot. Because you think about the person you're going to meet in the house. And you're like, I just, I cannot. The energy, the things places and people bring to you will let you know if they're serving you or hurting you. For instance, the job thing. A little introspection will usually tell you that you do not like what it is that you do and you need to make a change. But no, you start thinking about that paycheck that is steady and incoming. And the other people out there are struggling to get this job that you're hitting on. Oh, someone else is praying for this blessing. And you just need to stop yourself from making all this dramatic excuses for why not and just get about the business of getting shit done like this is why i know because it also took me a very long time to make that first step to changing the trajectory of my life when it was in the pits like it's still in the pits but it was in the real real pits however we do glimpses of this all the time in our lives when we see the ideal life and thing that we want and then start to think about all the things that it will take to get there Now, some people will stop themselves and call it a fantasy or a daydream, but really and truly, your mind is a powerful thing. If it can conceive it, it can achieve it. But most of us stubbornly file away our dreams as just that because imagine, eh? imagine if they came true. hmm? What would you do with yourself? Just a few steps into a journey inward is scary as fuck. Again, using this career job example, because it is something I feel most of us can relate to, but this pretty much goes into any facet of your life, right? So as I was saying, if you start to look at why your days suck and why your Monday mornings are shit or why your sad nigga hours hit you so hard, you will realize that you hate the job you have. Maybe even deeper, you hate the entire career path you're on. Now, to change that means that you have to look for a new job in a role that excites you. It's work. You have to rediscover something else that you like and see if you can make it profitable so much work even worse you might have to go out on your own because what you want to do is so novel nobody is doing it yet so So much much work and then imposter syndrome kicks in and starts telling you how you ain't shit and how you definitely are not the person to bring that into the world then at that point you start seeing that "Ah, making any kind of change is going to be gut-wrenching and just you're not going to do it however i'm here to tell you embrace the darkness and audit the shit show that is your life and the likely direction you're headed if you refuse to get personal and purposeful with your growth. After walking a few paces in the darkness, you start to see the light and this is really what you're holding on for. Let me describe what the pits of the darkness, the dark pits of self-awareness looks like, yeah? So you start to realize that the, maybe the group of people that you're hanging around with are, you know, this time-wasting directionless humans who add no value to the purposeful journey you're on. Or They are moving in a completely different direction because they have their shit figured out and you're just there cruising along the boulevard of other people's dreams. So you realize you need to make a change or sometimes they need to go. And until then, 
People have told you how you need to cut out the toxic people out of your life. And maybe even you've had the practice of tossing a boyfriend, girlfriend or two out of your life by the time you're in your 20s. But nobody prepares you for the loneliness and the smallness that you feel when you stop participating in your friendships and relationships that do not serve you and the usual life things that that brings to you. Let's not even talk about joblessness and the entrepreneurial life loneliness. Now, if you are all about the turn up and the smoke up and then suddenly you are writing that blog or making those pieces for your new online business or taking a class after work or and on weekends, whatever it is that you need to do to get better for yourself, you realize that the upgrading work takes so far less time than does parting and such. You know, like how many hours can you really spend in a class? But you can party. <laughs> you can party for 12 hours straight. I've done it. So yeah. as you're crawling into bed at 10 p.m. and the IG stories are exploding with all your peeps dressing up to hit the club. <laughs> it's not even formal that you feel. Like that is just something else. Because you know that it's not just that that one night you're missing, but that you're checking out of that lifestyle and that movement all all together into this new identity and at that time it really hits you you know you start to question whether is this even worth it but this is really when you need to keep going because by the time they stop inviting you to things when you start to see your former friends birthday parties on the ground and nobody texted you like you had no whiff of it it stings but by that time by the time they've stopped inviting you i know you've already started to see the flick of light because you must have spent enough time on yourself with yourself doing the things that are propelling you you know assuming that you do not just drop one bad habit for another and again this party friendship life things is just one example in one facet of life but it will happen a lot everywhere you go everywhere in everything that you try to do and that's just the thing about self-awareness it forces you to to grow. While all growth is painful, hence why we call it growing pains, growing into yourself is especially so. You start to realize all the things the self is expected to do with no help at all. You start to call yourself out on your own bullshit because you're the one who knows when you're just bullshitting yourself. You start to be accountable to yourself because you're not the custodian of your dreams and goals. So you know when you're sleeping. You've defined your purpose for yourself. You've defined your goals and you define your goals and dreams more clearly and more accurately. And this then forces you to get into a space where you start to want to work harder to get there. Like you sleeping becomes hard on yourself. Like it doesn't need, you don't need any outside accountability. It becomes your own personal self job. And if like me, you were completely full of shit before, it means redefining yourself to the world. You redefine yourself in your relationships, you know, at least the ones that get to stay. It means hearing mad things said about you because people, they will always be there. No, she's become better than all of us. She thinks she's too good. It means preaching different, drinking different and moving different. It means pissing people the hell off. And during the slow, painful hell of growing into yourself, all of these things will hurt like a mother. In fact, on some, some, on some of those days, you will succumb and you will retreat into your old self and do something that does not serve the person that you're trying to become. In one of those days, for me, probably three years into this whole adulting on purpose project I am on, I was preparing for a class. And if you've noticed by now, I like the style of teaching through the work of others. And as I was writing out the quotes we would use for class the following day, I found one that I hadn't seen till then, but one that immediately jumped out to me and has continued to stick. Nothing in a caterpillar tells you it's going to be a butterfly. I know that in my class notes, I, I have recorded who that is from. And one day I will tell you because this one is going to show up a lot in this podcast. And I'll tell you who it's by the next time. 
And I don't know why that struck me so much then. Maybe it was the strong imagery, but I go back to the caterpillar every single time I find myself in the dark tunnel moments of this trip. When it's all too easy to say, fuck it, you know, you only live once. I remind myself that this is just the caterpillar phase and I will eventually get to the butterfly phase. And by the way, exactly like it happens in nature. When you're a caterpillar, nobody wants to look at you. But the moment you become a butterfly, everybody wants to touch you and tattoo you on your bodies and take pictures of you and shit. And it's just, it's the same creature, only it's just showing up different. In fact, that process of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly is probably the best way to describe self-awareness and the journey that it takes you through the metamorphosis. Introspection is something that you will have to keep doing constantly to keep evolving. So for me, this is how I crystallize self-awareness. Number one, know who you are. You know, the things you like, the ones that you don't like. Number two, once you know who that person is, decide for yourself what the absolute best version of that person is. And number three, do the work to become that person. And even after I've said all of these words and I almost cannot stop myself from having the light bulb moments of how much more, like what else I need to say about this subject, I would like to ask anyone who's listening to this podcast and who is anywhere along this journey to tell me where your pitfalls are so that the next time I come on here to talk about it, I will do a better job of helping you along your own journey as best as I possibly can. So slide into my DMs. Let's get intimate. My handle on the socials is at jambi.s.ke across all all platforms that I am on. And as we shut this down, let me bring back that ruby wisdom so that we can ponder on it some more. Yesterday, I was clever. So I wanted to change the world. Today, I am wise. So I am changing myself. And now that brings me to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for chilling with me. I really appreciate your time and feedback. And special mention going to everyone who has reviewed this podcast. I see you, Awar K.E., Miss Kaimengi with those reviews on Apple Podcasts. Wesh, my meme man, for always coming through with those memes when the podcast drops on Tuesdays. Thank you so much. All the people in my DM, sound engineering and shit, we see you. Thank you so much. You give me the spirit to keep doing this. And if you're anyone would benefit from this or any other conversations we have on here, please be sure to share it with them. Let us contribute to the collective intelligence of the world because we are good humans. Bella, Bella ciao! ciao.